Welcome back to another episode of Haunted America. This week, we're hitting a spot in the northern heart of Ohio. This location is notorious for being one of the most haunted in all of America. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we talk about the Ohio State Reformatory. Before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to share one of your personal haunted stories with us, email us at hauntedamericapodcast at gmail.com. And furthermore, if you know of any haunted locations along the East Coast you'd like us to check out, let us know at that same email, hauntedamericapodcast at gmail.com. Jess has a lifetime of experience in the paranormal field, and myself being a medium, we are able to give more insight as to the hauntings of these locations. And if you'd like to get even more content, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcasting networks to get more of your favorite content, such as investigation recaps, your ghost stories, and on some episodes, we even dive into some UFO and conspiracy talk. Now, let's get into the episode. The Ohio State Reformatory also known as the Mansfield Reformatory, is a historic prison located in Mansfield, Ohio, in the United States. The Ohio State Reformatory was designed by a Cleveland architect named Levi Schofield. Schofield designed the striking limestone building to be an uplifting, inspiring, and intimidating structure. The reformatory was originally called the Intermediate Penitentiary, since it accepted inmates who were too old for the juvenile corrections but had committed offenses more minor than those that sent others to the Ohio State Penitentiary. The reformatory was officially under construction from 1886 to 1910, but it took its first inmates in 1896 after 10 years of construction. The goal of the institution was truly to reform and rehabilitate its inmates, who received three things during their time at Ohio State Reformatory. Those things were religion, education, and a trade. Inmates were admitted for 18 months, and if they showed progress, they could be released after that time. But if not, they received another 18 months. The model was successful, and the reformatory had a high success rate and a low failure rate. The history of the Ohio State Reformatory began in 1862. The field where the reformatory would be built was used as a training camp for Civil War soldiers. The camp was named Mordecai Bartley, honor of Mansfield, or in honor of the Mansfield man who served as Ohio's governor in the 1840s. In 1867, the town of Mansfield was promoted as a candidate for the placement of the new intermediate penitentiary. As stated before, this was the original name before it was changed to Ohio State Reformatory. The city raised $10,000 to purchase 30 acres of land for the prison, and the state acquired 150 acres of adjoining land for $20,000. The cost of the facility was $1,326,769. A lot of money. The intermediate penitentiary was intended as just that, a halfway point between the Boys Industrial School in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and the state penitentiary in Columbus, Ohio which was intended to house 
young first-time offenders. Like noted earlier, construction began in 1886 and remained under construction until 1910 due to funding problems which caused construction delays. Schofield, the main architect, designed the reformatory with unique styles to help encourage inmates to become reborn back into their spiritual lives. Also, before I forget, it was in 1891 that the name was changed from Intermediate Penitentiary to Ohio State Reformatory. So about six years into construction for housing inmates, it was renamed on September 15th of 1896. The reformatory opened its doors to its first 150 offenders. Prisoners would be greeted by a huge Romanesque Romanesque architecture. Forgive me. These prisoners were brought by train from Columbus and put immediately to work on the prison sewer system and the 25-foot stone wall surrounding the complex. By the early 1960s, however, the state pulled its financial support from the reform model and began converting the reformatory into a maximum security facility, a purpose for which it was never intended. By the 1980s, the conditions had deteriorated to the point where the inmates sued the state of Ohio. The lawsuit was successful, and construction began on a new modern facility nearby. The reformatory was finally closed in 1990. It sat empty for several several years until local activists rallied to purchase the building from the state for a dollar and committed to repairing and restoring this historic structure. Over the 96 years of its operation, many of inmates and apparently some guards lost their lives within the walls of the Ohio State Reformatory. I couldn't find an exact number of deaths but it's got to be over the hundreds. And during the years of operation, it took over 150,000 total inmates. Today, spirits carry out their forever sentences within the walls that once housed them when alive. Let's get into what exactly puts this location on the list of haunted America. We're going to list off the top eight most haunted spots in the walls of the reformatory as noted by the ghost hunter manager of the location Scott Suko number eight is the east wing first floor toilet room and east showers lately this area has been pretty good for experiences and evidence rarely do we have a night where nobody experiences at least a few shadow people down there number seven is the third floor and middle administration This is an area that gets to a lot of people. Shadow people, audible voices, footsteps, and the feeling of not being alone is the norm. Number six is the sub-basement. This area has produced some pretty wild experiences and evidence. This area was even avoided when the building was still in operation. Number five is the chapel. This area has made many skeptics less skeptical. Lately, the ghosts have been getting rather grabby up there. Number four is the West Attic. Let's just say a very well-known paranormal celebrity had an experience up there and then refused to go back in. I'm not going to say who it was. I just say that he grabbed his scarf and walked out. wonder who that could be. Number three is the administration basement. There seems to be two different entities down there. One's nice while the other is, well, not so nice. 
Number two is the cell blocks, east and west. I've seen these areas being grown, bring grown men to tears. Many murders and suicides took place in these areas. And number one is solitary confinement, also known as the hole. This was the prison inside the prison. Many men took their own lives while housed in this area. Those are eight of the most notable haunted spots within the walls here. And honestly, you would expect all of these spots to hold spiritual activity. These eight spots were some of the most used in the prison. Therefore, they hold the most residual energy of spirits that have since passed on. Almost every paranormal crew that enters the building captures some top paranormal evidence here. Spirits are well known to be very active when humans are around from footsteps echoing throughout the long corridors and the cell block to clinging within the cells themselves. Residual voices in every area of the huge building. Of course, it's also well known as being one of the filming places for the hit movie Shawshank Redemption in 1994. The prison was used for a large panning scene in the warden's office. An officer's quarters was used to shoot a sequence set in a civilian apartment. Ghost Adventures has shot an episode here, along with Destination Fear and Ghost Asylum. Kind of recently, the YouTube sensation Mr. Beast did a 24-hour stay in 2019 at the Reformatory. This brought a lot of new attention to this location. We here at Haunted America only live about three hours away from the Ohio Reformatory ourselves. And this summer, we're planning on making our way down to do our own investigation here. So hit subscribe, Follow where you can and stay up to date on when we will be headed here to see it for ourselves so we can tell you more about it, some of its history, and some of the hauntings that we capture here on our own. We will be putting out an investigation video on YouTube as well as a podcast talking about what we experience there. But speaking of Ghost Adventures, we're going to end this show with a clip of the Ghost Adventures crew's times here at the Ohio State Reformatory. This clip is just a little recap of their investigation, highlighting the best moments of their time here. This 120-year-old prison seems to be infested with aggressive trapped souls. These stone walls once held the nation's hardest criminals, and it seems many are still serving time. From the time it opened in 1896 to its closing in 1990, the Ohio State Reformatory held over 155,000 criminals in the tallest freestanding cell blocks in the world. There was one night, there were five of us standing about right here. All of a sudden, heard a bang on the second tier, clear down at the end where the cells kind of bow out a little bit. So we all looked down thinking somebody was lost. And we saw a figure, a whitish figure, lean out and looked down at us and then backed up really quick like, whoa, whoa. What do you think that you saw? Some sort of apparition. Maybe an inmate. I would say. Walking down the cell block, this black mass literally ran in front of me and ran into a cell. I walked into the cell and I said, did you just run in here? And what it said was, her. That scared the okay. out of me, Mike. You will see shadows in here. This cell right here, I've caught screams out of this cell. 
EVP screen. What's wrong? Audio just died. Are you serious? You're not, you're dead too? You're it just drained mine! With Mike's, Aaron's, and now my microphone drained, all audio is coming from Nick's camera. You haven't come up against guys like us before, and I'll guarantee you when we're locked in here later tonight, we'll be in here by ourselves. You all right? I don't know what you're feeling, something on the back of your neck? Yeah, something just, dude, something's something been what just happened? on my something neck just... the whole time. Are you like, serious? Yeah, yeah that's how start this. Don't start this. If you're gonna fight, then fight. Don't start this girly, tappy stuff. Just then, Nick's camera receives a high-frequency jolt, knocking out transmission and leaving us with no audio whatsoever. It is clear we are not alone in the hole. We decide to split up, hoping to lead these entities into one spot where we can capture them visually. Our trigger object. We're not calling you an object. That's okay. Sarah. Her name is Sarah. And we're going to use Sarah because Sarah is braver than nails. And a lot of our interviews, including interviewing her earlier, we learned a lot of women were touched, punched, scratched, they collapsed. So if you feel like you're getting pushed or attacked or something like that, let us know. Okay, so I'm going to just breathe on the back of my neck. Oh, what happened? It was like breath on the back of my neck. At the same time that Sarah felt something breathe on the back of her neck, the digital recorder she was holding captured an EVP that completely validates her experience. You alright, Sarah? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Right after I asked Sarah if she was alright, my camera's microphone captured a disturbing EVP that seemed to be warning her. I'm gonna send down Sarah that you seem to have touched earlier. Now I'm telling you, something happens, you yell for us, okay? Okay. Is there anybody in here with me? Was that you that just brushed the back of my hair? At this exact moment, the digital recorder taped to Sarah's back captured an EVP, which seems to be a spirit responding directly to her question. Is that you that just brushed the back of my hair? Dude, I thought you were right behind me and touched me. I thought you were behind me. I was already she there. Stop, she's yelling for us. You say something? Sarah, you okay? Go, 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 go! What's wrong? Somebody like pulled my hair. I don't mean just like tug, like pulled my hair. Where? Like I was right here. And I was screaming for you guys. Are you serious? <laughs> I saw him. Hopefully we shared enough information. 
on this historic location. If not, follow along on all of our platforms to stay up to date on when we ourselves will be visiting this historic location. And there we will share more information on the deaths and what really makes the Ohio State Reformatory so haunted. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Haunted America.